eliminate lifelong fears, live outside of time, rediscover true joy. Who are you and why are you here? Walk in balance. Join us in giving a warm welcome to the Wawan Institute's Wisdom Keepers. Kidanodawe, Misa Listen to me. Now is the time. Hey again, everybody. It's November 20th, 2018. Back for another week cast and getting ready for Turkey Day. I'm Kelly Talking Heron Pavlovic. Jim Great Elk Waters. Happy Thanksgiving, folks. So the obvious question is, what are you thankful for? Oh, there's so many things I'm thankful for. Uh, actually being able to breathe one more day is probably the top of the list. The things that I am thankful for are all the, the occurrences that have happened in my life and that are happening now and that will potentially happen in the future. I, I never look at Thanksgiving the way so many people do about things that are I'm thankful for, but I, I'm always inquisitive as to why Thanksgiving is and that uh, and why our Thanksgiving is different than other places in the world, Kelly. There are Thanksgiving uh, celebrations around the world. Most of them happen in the fall, and that's because that's when the uh, the harvest is, and we're giving thanks for it. The uh, the traditional old Madei Shawnee celebration of uh, fall harvest is when we are giving thanks for the harvest that we've had. And we're thankful that there was enough that we could have to sustain over the winter. Mm-hmm. And that as we traditionally would do, we would divide that harvest, we would divide that bounty into thirds. We would take, uh, say, the maize or the corn. We would harvest one third of that and store it for ourselves. And then we would leave one third of that in the field for all the four, uh, four-leggeds and winged and, and other people to nourish on the other people of creation. And we take the other third and we put it away so we can have another harvest next year. That's the seeds. Oh, for the, for the seeds, next, yeah. That's for the seeds. So in, in all cultures, it's that way. But today, uh, I'd like to go through a, a bit of trivia. Um, I'm sure that today time we go through these trivia bits and pieces that you will learn some things you never knew and you'll be able to um, to share this for all of you guys and gals that, that uh, do the uh, five o'clock special somewhere in the world what do you call that um, happy hour that you may be able to win some bar bets with these things so let's you know our our traditional view of thanksgiving here in the united states is people with tall black hats and gold buckles on it and uh, turkeys and uh, Indians and pilgrims and a long table where everybody gets together and shares food. And, and there is definitely some history and some truth in that. But what's interesting is that Columbus, uh, he got here in 1492. The Lost and, Italian. Yes, the Lost Italian. And do you know when, historically, though, the most commonly considered date was for the first official Thanksgiving celebration. I know, but if any of you out there know, hold up your hand. Oh, wait a minute, Kel, I can't see their hand. So just yell it out. If you know what it is, I want you to shout out, what is the date, the year, that's most commonly uh, attributed that the first Thanksgiving was? Tick-tock, tick-tock. 
It was 1621. Ah. And this is the date that um, most people commonly agree was probably uh, the first Thanksgiving. There's there's other people say it was in 1623 and um, 1631 in Boston and etc., um, etc. Et but that's the, the commonly considered first Thanksgiving celebration. But even before that, there were Thanksgiving celebrations. And so- you know how long it lasted? No, how long did it last? It went for three days, which is interesting because, I, and I'm not really even sure. I don't, I don't know this. I don't know why we celebrated on a Thursday, but it's interesting because now we have a four-day weekend that we celebrate. So we're kind of, kind of keeping that tradition. But we learn. We will learn before the end of this podcast. We will. Yes, uh, when it became three days was a. Uh, a common denominator in that time period for events to happen and so it was logical that it would be three days and and so it was it was an appropriate thing you know Kelly uh, the first people that came here the pilgrims um, who wanted to have this freedom of religious practice which uh, promulgated the Thanksgiving that we have today uh, where did they first go to when they left England? I think they went to Holland. Holland. Before they came here. Went to Leiden, Holland, and where they were well uh, accepted. But eventually, they moved to the New World and um, became pivotal in. They had a hard time there, though, too. I think um, really? they had a hard time fitting in. They didn't want to assimilate, um, and they were worried about their children being influenced by the culture they were living in. So that's where the, the part happened that they, they got a bunch of uh, investors together and, and made, the, made the journey yeah. here. And is it a blessing that in the United States you have the freedom to worship and, and that you, uh, it's guaranteed? It was the beginning of it all. It is the beginning of it all. And so then we were talking about how, um, how it was interesting that from 1492 until 16 whatever you want to call it, 21, 30, whatever, um, the first celebration happened. But when was it actually made the first official American holiday, and what was the president that did it? Well, you know, Thanksgiving had been talked about, Kelly, uh, off and on from George Washington's time uh, in 1776 and 1789. They had uh, proclamations of of Thanksgiving, and, and throughout the next uh, series of presidencies. Some of them uh, had special days. Some of them kept those days. But it wasn't until President Lincoln decided that Thanksgiving would be done. Uh, do you remember when that was? President Lincoln was the one that said it was the last Thursday of November that would become an annual national holiday. And so every year after that, the presidents proclaimed that the last Thursday of November to be a day of Thanksgiving. But then it was changed to the fourth Thursday under Franklin D. Roosevelt. And it stayed there ever since. So we've morphed from giving a day of Thanksgiving to being prepared to go for Black Friday and, <laughs> and all the shopping. And I'm not aye, so sure aye, we're aye. thankful for that. <laughs> I'm not thankful for that. But uh, how many of you watch the parades on TV, uh, the Macy's Day, Thanksgiving Day Parade? What That's crazy. It seems to be a tradition oh, my in goodness, a lot of households. Yes. Oh, at, growing up, I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about my Aunt Marlene. And um, every Thanksgiving, every Christmas, every New Year, it, it was all about about 
watching the parades on the television. That was the only thing that was on the television for that day was whatever parade or parades was going. You know, it started uh, prior to most anyone having a TV back in the 1920s. In fact, it started in 1924. But it's interesting that our uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade was inspired by the Canadians. And it was the Eaton Santa Claus Parade in Toronto, Ontario, and the paper mache heads that they had that caused Macy's to want to hold their parade in New York City. An interesting bit of trivia, um, at both Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and the American Thanksgiving Day Parade, they both end, uh, conclude with one, one thing. What is it? Santa Claus. Santa Claus. The be- official beginning of the, of the Christmas holiday season. Isn't that crazy? It is. Uh, you know, here we are, we're thinking about the pilgrims. We, uh, we didn't even talk about the, the gathering of the pilgrims and the Indians. Uh, I believe there were like uh, around 100 of each that came together in uh, 1621 for the three-day celebration back when there was still a bit of animosity but it hadn't ramped up to the point of, uh, of the Indian Wars like it, uh, it later happened. But... Now we talk about Thanksgiving Day. We give Thanksgiving. We have the big meal, and, and usually it's turkey. And uh, and of course, each family has their own individual uh, aspects to it. But it's it's a big feast. And the next morning we get up. And we go to Black Friday shopping because I, don't. <laughs> I, I know you don't, and neither do I. But most everyone goes either there or online to find the very best buys. Because Santa Claus was the last uh, uh, unit in the parade the day before, which said, you got to go out and shop for Christmas. There was a starting gun for the holiday shopping season. But, you know, what's even crazier is that since late October, probably, there have already been holiday decorations in the major department stores and places like Costco. I'm sure it was even earlier than October. It keeps beginning earlier and earlier and earlier. So let's see, what's the next thing we should talk about? Well, you know, what's this thing with the the presidential pardon of the turkey? How did that get started? You know, I'm, I'm not sure about that. I, I think it happened somewhere in, in um, my teens or 20s, somewhere in that area. Um, I believe it was President Reagan that actually pardoned the first turkey. Uh, I think before that, uh, they just uh, dug in and carved it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> they cooked it first. I think I heard somewhere that um, that President Reagan did the pardon kind of as a joke, but then it it I guess it kind of stuck, and and presidents have been doing it ever since. Well, you know, President Kennedy, uh, JFK, was the first unofficial sparing of the turkey in 1963, and uh, and that was a bad year. Let's let's talk about food. Well, let's talk about food. food. Is Thanksgiving is all about food. So what did the first Native Americans bring to that Thanksgiving celebration? Well, it wasn't turkey. I bet no. anything it had to be a little bit bigger than that. Yeah, I believe it was deer. Deer, venison, mm-hmm. okay. Venison. Yep, they went out hunting and brought back five deer to give to the governor, the captain, and the others. And interestingly enough, the deer population in that time was a, a larger species of deer mm. along the east coast of the United States than it is today. And that's kind of fascinating because there's more uh, crops for the deers to eat that we grow as humans uh, grow 
that they would think they'd have better forage. But in fact, what when they eat our crops, they're not as, as nourishing to them as the browse that they would eat and, and uh, the grow the way they did. The meat was tighter, the meat was darker, mm. and the meat was more nutritious to you. And I bet any amount of money it was more gamey. I bet. I can imagine. What food present Thanksgiving was uh, was eaten at first Thanksgiving, Kelly, that was rarely eaten today? Well, they say it's seafood, but I'm not sure I buy that because I was just telling you this a couple weeks ago. My sister, Helen, every year made oyster stuffing, and she would wait for the oysters to go on sale at the supermarket the week of Thanksgiving, and she'd go out and she'd buy oysters from the, the fishmonger at the market and come back. And before I met her, uh, I, I met my sisters when I was in my 30s. And so when I was uh, reunited with them, was I was in my 30s. And that first Thanksgiving, my sister said, well, I've got to go out and get the oysters to make the oyster stuffing. I said, what is that? She used uh, cornbread. She would bake cornbread a couple days before, and it would be crumbly. And she'd mix in these oysters and a bunch of, um, you know, onion and stuff, uh, onion and celery and uh, seasonings and such, and bake it in a pan. And she loved it. She grew up on it because um, my dad had taken them at some point to Maryland. And they had spent some time there, and she got to really liking this oyster stuffing. No one else in the family would eat it. But, of course, I'll try anything once or twice. And so I said, well, I want to try it. So it became a tradition then on Thanksgiving morning that I would go over to my sister's house and have a cup of coffee and a a plate of oyster stuffing before all the huge festivities started going on with our separate families. You know, point of interest, uh, they say that seafood was served back then and seafood was uh, kind of lost in this modern day. But I will tell you one thing, in my family, on Thanksgiving, you seafood and you ate till you were stuffed. (laughs) And what about that green bean casserole that is so famous? That I love, by the way. And I don't particularly care for. It, uh, it's, um, I think it happened about in the 1950s, uh, around 55. It was created by the Campbell Soup Company. Oh, that makes sense. To uh, sell their... Uh, cream of uh, mushroom soup. Cream of mushroom soup. Yeah, that, uh, that, makes, that makes sense. Pumpkins have been, have been baked into pies since the 1600s. And that's... Not too terribly surprising because it was a, a really nutritious form of winter squash that lasted a long time. Could be used a, a bunch of different ways for sure. And, and what culture, Kelly, we talk about this cornucopia of Thanksgiving dinner. What culture created the Horn of Plenty? I think it was uh, from Greek Greek yeah. mythology. Yeah. Uh, one story said that uh, baby Zeus broke off a horn from a divine goat. And then another story said that Heracles uh, ripped off the horn of a river god named um, Echolus. And then the cornucopia became associated with several Greek and Roman deities. And somewhere along the line, it, it got to be used as a, a symbol of bounty and plenty. And so it's still used today for American Thanksgiving celebrations. Another couple uh, quick uh, uh, trivia bits would be, uh, we celebrate ours on the fourth Thursday of uh, November, right? Mm -hmm. When is Canadian, Canada's Thanksgiving? I didn't even know they had one. Yeah, it's on the second Monday of October. 
and um, of October. Uh, yeah, second That's Monday of October. Wow, yeah. that makes sense because the harvest season is just getting rolling at that point. Right, so that makes perfect sense. So I, we hope you've learned something in our trivia ramblings today about Thanksgiving. Maybe you can use some of these to. Um, Awe and amaze your friends and family members this Thursday over the holiday family holiday table. Hope you've had fun. We certainly have, and I learned a lot too. It was awesome. Thank you, yeah. Kelly. So let's see what what things do we have coming up. It is November twentieth today, which means that we have a webinar coming up next Thursday this month. We are talking all about the stepping stone of time. Jim will tell you about the story of the pot of life that you hear us mention often, and we'll also contemplate the pros and cons of continuing to live in an old tradition lifestyle versus letting it go. Every Tuesday, we bring you these WeCasts that are posted on our website, powaka.com, P-O-W-A-K-A.com. Every Wednesday, there is a blog article. And then coming up next month, the second Thursday of the month, if you're in the Phoenix area, make plans to join us for a holiday celebration. It, we'll be talking about that it is a wonderful life. Yes. And what would life be without the stepping stone? So we hope if you're in the area, you can make plans to join us for a little while that Thursday evening. In the meantime, we'll see you again next Tuesday. And we're going to be talking about... Well, how often do you stay up past 3 a.m.? Oh, wow. That's way too often in this household. We hope you have a wonderful week and a wonderful Thanksgiving. Happy hunting this Black Friday. Drop us a line and let us know about your favorite Thanksgiving traditions. We would love to learn about yours. I'm Kelly Talking Heron Pavlovic. And I'm Jim Great Elk Waters. We want to say aha gitchi. We're so thankful for you being in our circle. Happy Thanksgiving, folks. Without you, Wewan would not be. Have a great holiday. Be well. This has been a production of the Wewan. Copyright 2018. For more information on the Society and Institute, visit pawaka.com, P-O-W-A-K-A.com, and wewan.org, W-E-W-A-N.org.